This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you would live like Jesus and share his love. You're listening to the Pastor's Wives edition of Radiant Reflections. And to be clear, these ladies are not just the pastor's wives. They do so much more and have so much more to offer in the church. So it's my privilege to introduce you to Katie Bibb, Lisa Brown, Amy Kinsey, and Nicole Harima. Welcome to episode 51 of Radiant Reflections podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Surprise! Surprise! (laughs) You are here for the Radiant Wives Takeover Edition. I'm Katie Bibb, wife of Pastor Ryan Bibb. Uh, here at Radiant Life Church. And I am Lisa Brown. Uh, My husband is Pastor Josh Brown, or Pastor JB, as you might know him, and he is the worship leader. And I'm Amy Kinsey. I'm the kids director here, but I'm also the wife of Pastor Brandon Kinsey, who is our community and next steps pastor. And I'm Nicole Harima. My husband is the assistant pastor, Josh Harima. That's it. (laughs) That's us. (laughs) And we just wanted to start by saying that we're excited, but we've never done this before. We're all pretty nervous, but uh, we are excited to share some of our hearts and maybe some of our messy journey through this life with all of you. Are you ready for this? (laughs) The real question is, are they ready for this? (laughs) That's awesome. I thought it'd be fun to just start by sharing a fun fact or something interesting about ourselves um, with all of you. Uh, So the first I was going to share first is that uh, I am secretly a Mario Kart champion. (laughs) (laughs) So when I was younger, I didn't really like video games too much, but I played them some. But I discovered as an adult a couple years ago that I'm really good at Mario Kart. (laughs) And uh, this year for New Year's Eve, we had a champion uh, championship tournament and I won. So, kick your booty. (laughs) My fun fact is that when I was younger, I played a lot of different instruments. I kind of like considered myself a jack of many traits, but a master of none. (laughs) If I could have more time and stuff, like I would totally love to be a female drummer, like rocker chick, and maybe even get a tattoo someday. I don't know. And my fun fact is, it might be obvious, but unlike the rest of my family, I actually don't have any musical ability and cannot play an instrument or sing at all. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, very interesting. Uh, Mine is, um, well, I can break my finger or dislocate it. Um, and I'll show you guys that are watching. And those of you who are Do listening, it. if you, if you, cause you can always come up to me and ask to see my finger trick. Are you ready? Yes. <gasps> wow. Yeah. That's my fun nice. fact. That never gets old. I like that trick. That's good. Yeah. Um, I think, which is really cool about us, um, other than us, cause I love you guys, but, um, we all have been in ministry, like different lengths of time. We've all been in different roles. Um, and so I think that's what makes this podcast unique is that we can all share that and get different perspectives. And it's not, we're not all the assistant pastor. We haven't all been the youth pastor wife. We haven't all been the lead pastor wife or worship leader wife. Um, mm-hmm. 
So I don't know, I guess. Um, but there's some similarities in that and that our husbands are on the front mm-hmm. of everybody. Like they see them. They are the face of the church um, and their role is very visible. Um, so how do you maintain your own sense of identity being married to someone who is always in front of others? Well, I'm going to kick that one off. <laughs> so um, this is something actually I haven't been doing very good at lately um, because I, I, I'm learning that I haven't really been taking care of myself very well. I think with being a mom of six kids and, you know, my baby is one, he's almost two and definitely getting in terrible twos. Um, and then my oldest being 12 uh, and then you add ministry on top of that. I just feel like I, I was in a state where I was just letting my identity go. My identity became the busyness of life mm-hmm. and taking care of my children and take, you know trying to set my husband up for success. I think in that process, I, I lost a little bit of who who's Nicole Herma though. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, well, I'm the mom. You know, oh, I'm the pastor's wife. But really, I think Jesus kind of revealed to me that he has more for me. Like, those are good things, but I know that there's more. And I kind of hit a place in my life where I was just, probably about two years ago, hit a dark place. And I was like, okay, something's wrong inside of me. And I was like, Jesus, what do we do? I don't really know who I am. I don't know what the next step mm-hmm. is. And, um, and he just very lovingly just kind of revealed to me that you need to take time to heal. And so I was like, okay, who's Nicole Harriman now? And so I actually went to counseling, and that helped a lot. Mm -hmm. I learned that um, my self-talk was very negative, very sharp. Uh, My mind was not a very safe place for me. And I've continued to try and learn. And to, uh, so learning through like different podcasts, um, like Made for This by Jenny Allen was just a really good podcast. It just kind of helps me to continue. How do I become a healthy person? And my mind is better when it's learning and growing. And then also taking time to just slow down and be like, okay, what do I need right now? Like even little things like, am I tired? Do I need to like rest? Because yeah. I just push through that, yeah. you know? You don't mm-hmm. take time. Did I drink any water today? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm just going, I'm going, I'm going. But I'm learning that, you know, that, sa- that self-sacrifice is, is um, and not taking care of yourself is, is not the best way to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so just doing that and then also making sure that you get time to just check in with Jesus, even if it's just small, like, God... I just, I need to write you today and journal. And so things like that. And I think all of these things have really helped me learn like who I am and, and learning to continue, you know, that journey. Um, Mm -hmm. I've joined, um, a different group that also helps with like kind of body, soul and mind. So I've got some accountability behind it and, um, yeah, it's just the process I'm at right now. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. And I think, you know, hearing you talk, I realize I think what you're talking about, I was there in that same spot, you know, a few years ago. Mm. And I think it's really easy to do, especially when you have a lot of kids and they're little. Um, and so when my kids finally got to that point where they were at least semi independent, you know, not that nobody was in toddlers, nobody was in diapers, any of that stuff. Um, 
I started a really small um, side business for myself. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, nothing major, nothing, you know, big. I, know I, was, I was still able to be home, but it was something that was mine. And it wasn't about, you know, earning money. It wasn't about, you know, any of that. It, you know, I maybe have like 20 bucks in my bank account that's mine. <laughs> but um, it was really nice, I think, to just to be able to have something that was mine. Yeah. And to even just kind of prove to myself that, oh, like I can do something other than just like, you know, be a mom and a wife and, and still kind of like just, just do something. Yeah. Um, and so that was really really good for me and I think that's important that we all find that in some way something mm -hmm. that's just for us you know um and then I think the other side of that um for me anyways is you know finding my own sense of identity in that you know you just have to know where you're called and yeah. like <clears throat> if I'm called to be at home then I am and I'm yeah. fine with that and you know my kids are getting bigger it's probably not going to be forever but I'm fine with that if that's what mm -hmm. it means, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I would be ridiculous if I tried to get up on stage and play the guitar. <laughs> I can't do that, yeah. you know, but especially now that we have, you know, we have kids who are older, you know, they're gifted like their dad. Mm. They're getting up and serving. And if I have teenagers who are willing and able to get up at 5 a.m. on a Sunday, I will be more than happy to yeah. make their breakfast and make sure their clothes are clean and to stop and get them their coffee on the way to church <laughs> like I always do. Um, you know, those are things I can do right now mm -hmm. to make sure that, that it's easier for them to at least, um, you know, learn how to walk in their gifts and learn yeah. how to do those things. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, it's not the most glorified position, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, it's where I am right now and I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. Jesus yeah. came to serve. Yeah, that's good. It's good to know where you're supposed to be and mm -hmm. live into that calling. Mm -hmm. It's huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And being confident in that calling, I think, like you had said, like knowing this is mm -hmm. my purpose and mm -hmm. this is what it's going to be. Yeah. 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 Amy, did you have anything to share? Are you good? Um, I think just for me um, personally, like I really need like a close knit of people that I can share my heart with. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I said like in the beginning, like you guys are awesome. Like we're awesome. I love you guys. And, and it's true because even though we have different roles, our husbands have different roles. We still at least understand what it's mm -hmm. like to have that person, our husband in the spotlight and know what it what it looks like as far as like on your family how it affects your family mm -hmm. and how it yeah. affects you mm -hmm. and and just being able to process with somebody who has a similar mm -hmm. thing yeah. um yeah. so yeah able to walk alongside yeah you yeah and knows knows the ups and downs and yeah. can yeah. support you through that yeah absolutely it's huge yeah because i think it's easy to put a mask on mm -hmm. and then you know, then you're kind of stuck in a, in a hard place. And so having those people, you can really mm -hmm. shed the mask. Yeah. And it's okay to be vulnerable, even though that's hard. Yeah. It's okay to ask for help, mm -hmm. even though you might not want to. Yeah. But that's critical. You have to ask for help. You can't do life alone. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, too, it helps you recognize, like, other people who may live in the spotlight as well and understanding mm -hmm. that they're actually human yeah. and not just yeah. that role. Um, you know, I've taken it personally to not introduce 
people in ministry as like, this is their ministry role. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is my, <clears throat> this is Nicole. She's the assistant pastor's wife. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, this is my friend, Nicole. Right. Or um, maybe this is my new friend if I don't know them very well or just getting to know them because mm-hmm. they're more than just that role that their husband is in or their spouse um, for those who are in different yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. roles like that in, commu- in the community. That's good. good. All right, so our next question. You guys ready? <laughs> Fire away, Nicole. Yeah. Fire away. I'm ready. <laughs> so what are some struggles that you think are unique to being married to a pastor that weren't issues when you were married to, let's say, I don't know, a builder or mm-hmm. wasn't Ryan originally a researcher yeah. and Scientist. science guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of hit on it a little bit just with like how being introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's, which, and I think anybody who has like a public role, like a doctor or a firefighter or police, mm-hmm. um, like they're on call all the time. And I don't know that people realize that pastors are on call all the time, Um, whether it's a funeral or a wedding, which are all great things. Um, Or, you know, you have a teen come over to your house at 1 a.m. because they're suicidal and like you need to wake up and you need to be there for them. Um, I mean, it's a blessing, but it can also weigh heavy on your heart Mm -hmm. uh, dealing with those things. Um, and, and so that's kind of, uh, that's hard, you know, and, yeah. um, and then when people, <laughs> I don't know if it's, I don't know, cause I don't have other experiences, but I've never had people come up to me and complain to me about something that my husband built, like as a builder, like I've never had a homeowner come and complain mm-hmm. to me about mm-hmm. something sure. right. that he's did. But yeah. in ministry, mm-hmm. people f- mm-hmm. sometimes feel the need that they can come to me and complain about my husband, mm. either whether they feel like I can make a difference, mm. Mm. I don't know. But like you can fix him. Yeah, like I can fix it. Hello. <laughs> yes, Holy Spirit right. sometimes works through me. But, <laughs> um, but you know, like that, yeah. I think I think that is a heavy burden mm-hmm. that I don't know. Yeah, unique thing. Yeah, that maybe that's others not others wouldn't realize is a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's good. Yeah, I think going along with that, too, like on 24-7, but also what I've heard other pastors' wives call like the fishbowl life. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So it's the life on stage, like your whole family's on stage all Mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. I think that can be really challenging, feeling like you have to be perfect all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, But, I mean, we know we're not perfect. We know that our kids aren't going to be perfect. (laughs) Um, But I think the heart of it is, is that we love Jesus and we're passionately following him and um, living into that and having, you know, you guys and and people like you said, Amy, to keep encouraging you and um, that kind of know what you're going through. I think that's helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know this question, I feel like in some ways almost doesn't apply to me, but I'm sure it does. But, you know, Josh never did anything else. You know, he was already in ministry basically full time when we got married. And so, Uh, you know, there was no ever being married to him as anybody else. Um, So that was, uh, that's just the norm. Um, But I still think, you know, especially being that young and in ministry, there's, there was struggles. And I think um, 
one of the things that, that we've learned, it took us probably way too long to learn, is that there are things that you can't say no to because like you said, it is like you are on call. You know, he yeah. can't just say, you know what, I don't feel like playing guitar this Sunday. Um, I'm out. But there are things you can say no to, right. whether they're church things or even outside things. Um, you yeah. need to learn, you know, how to guard your time a little bit better and guard your time together as a family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I think especially when um, you're young or when you're new to ministry, it's really easy to just I'm just going to do it all. Yeah. I'm just going to say yes to everything. Mm. Yep. I'm going to do things that aren't even my job. I'm going to do that. And um, yeah. that really quickly will, will wear you out. Um, you know, and then I think, um, like Katie was saying about the fishbowl life, mm-hmm. you know, as a pastor's wife, this is something we all talked about a lot beforehand, was that there's a lot of expectations as to who or what we should be yeah. Yeah. because yeah. our husbands are what they are. Like you, you know? should be playing mm-hmm. the piano. Obviously. <laughs> Or organ, yeah, yeah, wearing a cardigan and playing an organ, but that's not me. So, you know, um, and I think I think the other side of that is it can almost be, especially when they are kind of in the spotlight, so to speak, that that we can almost disappear and that we are just, right. um, mm. you know, like I do have a name that's right. not just JB's wife, you right. know, and I think that's something we talked about a lot too that was really, yeah. really stood out to me and that, you know, when someone first introduced you, you know, you, you told a story of, of somebody introduced you as, this is my friend, Amy, mm-hmm. not this is Pastor Brandon's wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it wrecked me. Lisa. Yeah. It wrecked me. It's like, wow, I do have, yeah. <laughs> I, I do have yeah, an identity. Right. And yeah. I think that's just so important um, for us to remember and other people as well. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm just glad that I know how to play the piano now. <laughs> There's no hope any for me. Yeah. yeah, no, not me either. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> Who wants to play a game? <laughs> I can dance. Right, I can do that. <laughs> okay, and then our next question um, <laughs> is that ministry can be a heavy load. Um, we're not here to tell you that that doesn't happen because it, it does. Um, so it, we know um, it's likely that in that. Um, in the mess, um, our husbands can sometimes bring that home or that mess gets carried over to us in yeah. our lives and in our homes and our children. So what are some ways um, that we are able to find and maintain joy in the midst of the mess? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me um, is that, first off, like I said, that definitely does happen. Um, it is messy sometimes. Um, and especially, I think, this past year, you know, mm. trying to be a pastor during a pandemic. Oh, yeah. um, and for, challenges. you know, <laughs> my husband rough. being thrown into the tech side of it and like, hey, guess what? We need, you know, live yeah. services next week. Let's figure this out. Um, yeah. yep. That definitely added a lot of complications. Yeah, pulled um, midnight, one o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Download, oh, work. Yeah. But, you know, for me, and I don't think it's necessarily something that I plan for or seek out, but, and I think we've seen this a lot here recently, is that anytime you show up at church, you know, you're at a service and you're seeing um, salvations oh, or like last yeah. week we had, you know, 40 plus people baptized. That was awesome. Yeah. I don't think any of us remember how many hours right. our husbands worked no. that week no. or, you know, did yeah. they miss oh, something or were they home so late or, or whatever um, or if things were stressful, you know. Um, and so 
that is, that's why we do what we do. And so anytime that happens, I think that's a really good, you know, just reminder that, okay, it's messy, but this is why we do this, you know, so yeah it's like holding that like new new baby like, right oh, yeah the last nine months yeah okay that was a thing but, right. yeah. we did but it. wow look what yeah. we have now mm-hmm. it's good that's really good yeah anybody else amy or nicole yeah i think for me i mean obviously lisa what you said about um just that salvations and seeing people come into a relationship with jesus that's going to trump mm-hmm. anything that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a, on a more like not spiritual level, <laughs> yes, I'm going to answer that question. Like <laughs> do it um, for, for Brandon and I, it, it's having that thing that we enjoy doing outside of ministry life because it can be consuming, yeah. um, which isn't yeah. bad though. I mean, to sit and hang out with you guys and your husbands and, you know, we hours and we're talking yeah. about ministry, like, that's our norm and that's okay. Um, but we also like Brandon and I, like we enjoy disc golfing mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um, enjoy like we're getting into woodworking, you know? So having those things that are separate, um, separate hobbies from church world, which I think is in any position that you have really, I mean, you need to have that something that gives you, the freedom to do like hobbies. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess that would be my answer. <laughs> I've, learned a, I've learned a new word for that. Time blocking. Oh, <laughs> yes. That is something yes. I am really, really fresh yeah. at. But yeah, but like you said, setting that time aside. And I'm, I'm learning how to do that with Joshua, but also with each one of my kids. Oh, yeah. Because you know, yep. they are definitely my my um value so I want to yeah. put my schedule to to line up with that prioritize your values yes prioritizing my values yeah. and so um but I also think that that time together is so important you know and so one of our hobbies is we love to go for walks and and talk that brings us both a lot of joy um our bonfires are awesome at night when the, it's not like freezing cold outside <laughs> right. so I yeah. can't wait for bonfires night to come back um and then you know and then just for me personally I love to dance like that is just a joy thing and with um, Radiant Women's Fitness it's been such a blessing we have an amazing leadership team and I just am blown away by how much God has just put that passion in me and then it's just like okay I'm nervous every week to leave dance (laughs) Um, but I'm also learning before courage there's nervousness so I'm also learning that I'm getting brave (laughs) fear experiments fear experiments all these things and and so um, that's what this is right here. Fear experiment. Fear experiment. <laughs> we're doing it. But yeah, but I just love it. I love it. I love it. We're we're finding joy in, in the yeah. crazy seasons. It's good. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's the heart of what I was going to share too is just gratitude. Yeah. Just having a heart mm-hmm. of gratitude and always searching for um, what's going to bring you joy. Just the little things or big things. Just always searching for that. And I think anyone can relate to that. It doesn't matter what your job is or where you are in life, but just searching for that. 
I remember when you said like one day, like I'm writing out a thank you list Mm -hmm. and it was very detailed. Like I'm thankful for this warm mug in my hand Mm -hmm. with this, you know, steaming little bit of coffee coming out and and I'm just sitting in my comfy chair, you know, like details. And I was like, oh man, I just go through the checklist sometimes. Husband, wife, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but to look for the little things. Yeah. Even when it seems heavier life seems messy and hard mm-hmm. searching for those little bits of joy it's good yeah that was a good thing so yeah. now I look at it when my little one-year-old's running he's got long hair so everybody thinks he's a girl <laughs> <laughs> I know what that's like he's <laughs> got like this beautiful hair and it's curly and I was just watching him run away one time you know because he's he runs everywhere you know they don't know how to walk they just run um and you could just see his curls bouncing and I remember thinking I need to put that on my yeah, thank you one. list yeah. I am so thankful for beautiful bouncy hair from a cute boy yeah. <laughs> That's Baby awesome. hair's the best. Yes. <laughs> it's joy. Yes. Does anyone have anything else to add? We did it. Yay! <laughs> Surprise! Yay. Thanks for hanging out with us and for our husbands for letting us crash this Radiant Reflections podcast. Blessings, and we will see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share His love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.